All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. You're listening to Learning to Love Life, and I'm your host, Sienna. This is the 15th time I've tried recording this episode. I literally don't know what is going on, but, like, I just keep having this urge to restart the episode, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because I didn't prepare as good of notes today. I don't know. I'm definitely having a serious recording issue, but anyway, um... I'm sorry for the background noise. I am outside, so it might be a little bit noisy. I apologize if it is. Um, But let's get into the episode. So I've been gone for a little while. I was going to record, you know, like how I usually have been trying to do two weeks. But with Christmas and stuff, I just ended up taking a couple extra days to get this episode out. Sometimes I just have to let my thoughts kind of sit and figure out what I want to talk about for the episode. So... I did that, and I have a few topics for today, so yeah, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Like I said, I'm here for Christmas, and we can start by, I'll be explaining the three of my top gifts this year. I usually just get money for Christmas, but I did get a few gifts, so I'll explain those. If you're looking for a new blush, I really recommend the Rare Beauty one by Selena Gomez. I got it in the shade happy i'm waving to my grandma i got it in the shade happy and then another thing that i got that's kind of like i guess makeup related is daisy love by mark jacobs i believe that's what it's called it's a perfume i really like it and whenever i wear it i get a lot of compliments so if you're looking for a new set it's daisy love by mark jacobs so if you want to check it out and then my third thing that i really liked was i got a crew neck it's an Obey crew neck, and I really like it. It's like a forest green, and it has embroidery on the front, and it just says Obey. It's simple, but I really like it. I'm a crew neck kind of girl. I would re- usually I usually choose a crew neck over a hoodie. There's nothing wrong with hoodies, but I just find crew necks easier to style. So those are my top three gifts if you're looking for a way to spend your Christmas money. Let me know some of your guys' favorite Christmas gifts, because I have a lot of Christmas money, and I don't know what to do with it. So, yeah, please DM me your top three gifts. Let's see. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, another thing I want to talk about was I've been talking about this for the last few episodes, I feel like, and it's, um, like, me dealing with, like, acne, kind of. It hasn't been too bad. Like, it's nothing drastic, but I've definitely noticed that, like, my skin has been a little more acne-prone lately. So, I kind of freaked out a little bit, and I have been trying a few different products. I like this one. Um, it's by the Inculist, and it's their... It's an acne, like, cream. It's green, and I think it's, like, a squalene. I'm not really sure, but I'll put the details in the little description box of the podcast. And then the other thing that I got was, like, I've been seeing these all over the internet, but I was really skeptical to get them. They're those flow vitamins, like the PMS ones. And I'm pretty sure that my acne is hormonal, um, just because I think it has a lot to do with my birth control. So I decided to try them because my boss was talking to me about them and she said that they really helped her. So I've decided to try them and I'm pretty sure they're working. Like I definitely have had way less breakouts, but I also don't know if that's like a combination of the medicine but then also me like not having to be at school I definitely think you know like stress definitely causes acne as well but I'm pretty sure like they're helping me so if you guys want to check them out if you have hormonal acne I think it might be a good thing to try I thought I got out of the rain but I think I might still be in the rain 
it's okay. It's really light, so hopefully it'll pass. But yeah, so those are, if you're looking to try and find a medication for hormonal acne, I would try those flow gummies. I think they're working for me. Let's see what else. So that's another update. And then I have another update, which goes into a little bit of a subtopic, not anything huge, but just something I kind of wanted to talk about. But so before I got on the plane, I went to Barnes and Nobles and I got two books, both by Colleen Hoover. I got It Ends With Us and then I got Verity. I think that's how you say the name. I'm not 100% sure. And so I started reading It Ends With Us and then I really liked it and I finished it a few days ago. I finished it in like three days because it's a, it was really good. <clears throat> it kept me really entertained. I mean, it also was a six-hour plane ride, so I probably read for like five hours, but I really liked it. And then so instead of starting with the next one, the Verity one that I got, if I'm saying that right, um, I got the It Starts With Us, which is like the sequel, and I'm almost done with that. But I recommend reading them. They're really good. They're romance. I'm a big fan of romance books. That's usually what I'm going to read in my free time if I'm going to read. And it was, like, they're super entertaining. They're definitely not the most academically challenging read, but they're good. So if you like romance, I would say go for it. They're a little bit graphic in a few different ways. I don't want to give any spoilers, so that's kind of all I can say. But, again, if you like romance, I recommend it. I'm petting my grandma's dog right now. Hi! So, yeah, I've been kind of, like, in my romance reading right now. Which brought me to this other thing where I was thinking, like... I don't know, just talking with some people I know who also, like, are into reading romance, they just say, like, that they think that, like, romance books kind of set them up to have unrealistic expectations in their relationships, which I kind of get, in a way. Like, obviously, I know that, like, the books are fiction. It's still kind of like, oh, this dog's trying to jump on my lap, but I just don't think it's gonna work. But as I was saying... I definitely kind of get that, because, like, even though romance books are fiction, like, it's kind of hard not to fall in love with the characters and then, like, kind of imagine someone being, like, that way. Like, you want to meet someone just like the characters in the books, which, you know, again, it's not bad to have, but, like, also at the same time, it's not a bad thing to have high standards. Like, having high standards is a good thing, I think. But I could, I definitely see their point on that one, like... Because I could definitely see you could get some unrealistic expectations from romance books. I think the thing is you got to separate real life from fiction. But it is kind of hard not to get lost in a romance book. I definitely have found myself kind of getting like... I've been getting very lost in the romance book. I've been reading them so much. Like, I've literally read so much romance over the past couple of days that I definitely feel myself getting like trapped in like a hole of never wanting to stop reading romance but since I'm I'm so single like I feel like it feels it feels that it fills that single void so I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but if I get into a relationship and I have super super unrealistic expectations maybe I'll know why let me know what you guys think if you like romance if you think romance alters individual's view on love in a good or a bad way. I want to hear other people's thoughts on it. Just share those. I want to get other people's perspectives on these topics. Anyway, those are kind of my two little random updates I have for you guys. Another one actually that just came into my mind is I've been eating a lot of Greek yogurt lately. 
I usually like don't eat dairy, but I decided to like start eating Greek yogurt again because it has so much protein in it, especially if you get like the 0% and it's, I really like it. What I like to do is I like to do Greek yogurt, maple syrup, and like berries and granola and it's literally so good. And since I'm a vegetarian, it's a great way to get protein, especially if I don't really want to use protein powder. I like protein powder, but it definitely offers like a nice alternative and it's a great snack. So if you're vegetarian or you just want a snack that has a lot of protein in it, I would go for Greek yogurt. It's really good. Let's see what else before I get into my other topic. I don't really think I have anything else um, but to lead into the next segue of this episode. Um, I'm going to talk about what I've been doing on break, kind of, or one of the things that I've been doing. So as some of you know, if you've been listening for a little while, I guess, I am a junior in high school, and I just finished my first semester, which means that senior year is really soon, and that's terrifying, but we'll talk about that another day, and which kind of means that you got to start thinking about college, Um, and it's kind of scary to think about college. Like, it's also fun, though. It's really fun, but it's also, once it starts becoming real, it gets a little scary. My whole life, I've kind of been like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to go to college. I'm so excited to move out of my town. But now that it's actually, like, starting to become kind of real, I'm starting to be a little scared and sad because in a lot of ways, I really don't want to leave my hometown. I've talked about this for sure, but I really am so scared to leave my friends, and I really don't want to, but again, a topic for another day. Anyway, as I was saying, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a time where you do have to start thinking about college, and so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that and kind of a few steps that I've been taking that have helped me. I want this to help anyone that's feeling a little overwhelmed and doesn't really know where to start. I think these like three or four steps can definitely make you less stressed out. Um, So let's start with the first one. So the first one I did this a while back was creating a college list. Uh, The easiest platform to do this on, in my opinion, is to just create a college board account and use their tools to just create a college list it's super easy and it's just a way to organize kind of like your thoughts and you know just have a list of the places you want to go to so that would be my first step uh i think my second step would be let me think i guess my second step would be to oh yeah my second step would be to organize my extracurricular activities and that kind of stuff. Start kind of just mapping that out in your mind, kind of what you do want to put on your college applications. This goes for like jobs, internships, athletics, um, volunteer work, anything like that, any clubs you do. I would just kind of start um, keeping track of those and also maybe dating them. I've noticed that colleges are wanting more specific uh, information about activities. So this could mean just dating when you started doing the activity and when you stopped or if you're still doing it, marking it as present, just kind of those things. And I think this probably took me, I did this a few days ago, it probably took me like 20 minutes to kind of just do a list of my activities and then kind of It doesn't have to necessarily be a specific date, but just kind of mapping it at least by the month and the year and keeping that in like a spreadsheet or even on a piece of paper or a notebook or whatever. And then the third step to this, I would say, 
would be creating or just drafting a resume. Um, my tip for this, I just literally just finished mine yesterday, would be use Canva. I just might be completely incompetent when it comes to the computer, but I don't know. I could not figure out how to use a resume builder. It was super hard for me, and I don't know why. Um, I think they're supposed to be super easy and straightforward, and they probably are, but I literally could not get my brain around how to make it work for a college application. So you can also totally go check out a resume builder, and if you understand how to do that, that's great too. But if you are really technology challenged like me, I would totally recommend using Canva. Um, they have a bunch of free templates for resumes. They're super easy to edit. They It's just they have a lot of nice tools, like it measures the length and the distance, so the formatting is all matching up and aligning. I would recommend just putting like minimalistic resume, and a lot of great options will come up. That's what I use. I use something like... Uh, blue minimalistic professional resume for web developer that's just like what my canva template was labeled so yeah just look up minimalistic resumes on canva and they have a ton of great options and like i said literally so easy to edit so again i hope that helps you guys um yeah that's pretty much all the steps i've taken so don't feel too overwhelmed i know it can definitely feel really overwhelming um especially like if you're a first generation college student like me and your parents don't really have a ton of great information for you. I love my parents so much, but um, they didn't really have to go through this process. It can be super overwhelming. Um, but just try to take little steps and don't try to don't try to do it all in one day. I would say definitely take little steps, like what I was saying, like building a college list or um, you know organizing your extracurriculars, and then eventually like creating a basic rough draft of a resume. The next step I guess I would say to creating the resume would be just looking over at common app prompts. I know that they have the 2022-2023 prompts up right now and I'm pretty sure usually some of them stay the same. There are some that change but I know that the one usually about um, facing obstacles in your life and how that helped you stays. So if you just wanted to like look over, oh no the dogs are gonna start barking. Maybe not. Okay I think we're clear. But if you guys just like were past those steps and wanted to just start looking at the common app essay prompts, I don't think that's a bad idea either. So yeah, also um, talk to your college counselor, like reach out to your school. Um, I know in Taos there's the nonprofit Bridges, which is really a great resource for, um, you know, just talking about college and figuring out what steps you want to take. So yeah, now that we've talked about that, I really hope that helped because the Canva thing, like it was so easy. Um, again, like the resume builder might be even easier, but go check out Canva. Like I literally think it's probably the easiest and I liked it a lot. Just like I like the way it looked. So check out Canva for the resume stuff. But yeah, the next topic I wanted to talk about today was just like a little mental health update kind of thing. And then also just kind of talking about mental health, which I know is a very common, common topic on here. I don't know if I go an episode without talking about mental health, but I just kind of wanted to remind people that it's okay to be in a bad spot or in a slump. I've been in a bad spot for a few weeks, maybe a month. And when I say bad spot, I don't mean I've been in an absolutely terrible mental state. I just mean I've been feeling a little down, feeling a little blue, I guess. Um, but I just want to remind people that it is totally okay to feel that way. 
and I'm feeling it too, but I also want to remind you that it's totally okay to have a bad couple of weeks, but not to get too comfortable with the idea of feeling bad. I don't know if that makes sense, so I'll try to explain a little more. Um, I definitely noticed that I started feeling kind of bad about myself, and I just kind of allowed that to happen in a way. Like, I didn't necessarily take any action to try to better my position. I kind of just let myself mope. Um, and for me, I kind of consciously knew I wasn't doing anything to help myself and just allowed myself to stay in that kind of bad place. So I've been trying to take some more steps to kind of just get myself out of this little slump I've been in. I've just noticed that like my confidence has been really low. I've just been feeling, I guess, kind of just really insecure lately. I've definitely noticed it's been getting better though. I think um, being on Christmas break, having a break from school and from all that has really helped me. I also think in a way like traveling to Hawaii and being in a new kind of space has also allowed me to just really take a lot of time for self-care and it's definitely been really nice for me. So I, I have been noticing myself feel a little bit better. Um, but I just wanted to share a couple other things that I am going to try to do. One of the things I talk about a lot as well is just like journaling. I definitely took a heavy break from journaling and I haven't really been able to get back into it. So I'm going to really try, I guess this could be a New Year's resolution for me. I'm not a huge, I mean, I like New Year's resolutions, but I also sometimes think they don't always necessarily lead to action. So I always try to set myself really small resolutions, kind of, or like, I try to set small goals for my New Year's resolutions, like, I guess one will probably be to try to journal more. I want to try to journal daily, and I know that sounds probably intimidating to a lot of people, but like, I feel like even if you just journal, like, a little bit, like, even just how your day was, or even just journaling a few things is better than not doing anything, so I'm going to really try and journal more. I'm going to try to also read more. This is kind of off topic. This isn't really a mental health thing, but I am going to try to read more, even if it's romance. Like, I just like always having a book on hand. But back to just things that I've been trying to do for myself is, yeah, so like trying to get back into journaling, because I really do think it helps me, helps me be more mindful and really notice how I feel and really like kind of acknowledge my feelings instead of just trying to push them down. So I think that's definitely going to be something that I'm going to try to incorporate back into my daily routine. Another thing, kind of like I was saying before, is just like practicing self-care. I think that's really important. Um, whether that means like getting dressed for the day, even though you might not necessarily have somewhere to go, just, I don't know, like getting dressed, maybe putting on a cute outfit, doing a little bit of makeup, just like trying to do things that'll like lift your spirits and make you feel good. Another thing on like the topic of feeling good would be implementing a some exercise and and preferably an exercise that you enjoy doing. This could even be just going on a walk, um pilates. If you <clears throat> sorry, I had a little thing stuck in my throat there. If you haven't tried um <clears throat> wow, this is like that one episode where I literally was choking for like the entire episode. It was so embarrassing, but as I was saying before, um, if you haven't tried Pilates, I really like it. There's a, a YouTuber, I think the name is Move with Nicole, that does these really nice Pilates workouts, no equipment needed, um, and I really like them. I like to switch it up, um, especially when I'm on vacation. I like to do a little bit of movement, not anything too crazy. 
So I like to usually start my day with one of these like 20 minute Pilates videos. So that's always nice. But yeah, just like trying to find some kind of form of exercise that you enjoy. And I think another thing is kind of thinking about why you're exercising. I feel like I definitely did this for literally so long. But only exercising because you want to look a certain way and not because you are exercising to make yourself feel good and to kind of celebrate your body. I know that's kind of sounds cliche, but it is really true. And so, yeah, that's one thing. And so, like, self-care looks different to everyone. It could be, like I said, doing a face mask or, you know, trying to incorporate meditation. But really just trying to, I guess the biggest thing I would want to say is just really trying to be kind to yourself and really care for yourself in the time of insecurity and, you know, I guess not having the best mental health. You know, mental health is definitely a fluctuating state and it's definitely going to change with, you know, just circumstances, weather, seasons, you know, life, just life changes. It's literally, it's going to change. Um, just with what's going on around you and so especially in times where your mental health is maybe not doing the best is the time where you need to care for yourself the most even though you may not feel um happy with yourself in a way I guess you definitely want to put as much care as you can because it's definitely a vulnerable time when you don't feel good so you really do need to care about yourself that's something that I've been trying to do is instead of getting upset with myself and I guess treating myself bad when I don't feel good about myself, I've just been trying to uplift myself and get myself back to a better spot. So yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about for this episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, I love talking with you, and I hope you have a great rest of your Christmas break, and a happy new year. So I won't see you guys until 2023. Also, the one-year anniversary of learning to love life is coming up on January 10th, and I just want to say again how much, like, I love talking to you guys, and I'm just so grateful for, like, anyone who listens, and yeah, so I love you guys. Bye!